0: CHD3 Detroit, AMPS HD3 Seattle, WBMX HD3 Boston,
1: and on AOL Radio, Yahoo Launchcast, CBS Radios, The New Sky.
0: Do you feel powerless by clarity and wonder where your life is headed? Do you struggle with moving forward? Are you tired of being held back? Sarah and Sophia Lee have been providing guidance to thousands of women and men for over two decades. They will help you reach your highest potential in love, career, finances, and all other aspects of your life. Join them now for their unique and fun approach in empowering you to live the life of your dreams is empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call now. 248-545-SOL. CBS Radios the Sky.
1: <laughs>
2: Good evening. Sarah's already laughing. Anyway, uh, welcome to <laughs> Empower. <laughs> All right, we're going to try this again. Good evening, and welcome to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia, and I'm here with the ever laughing Sarah. All I
3: can do is tell you people, you all need to go and watch Lieutenant Joe Kenda, the homicide hunter. The man is Awesome. That's all I can he's, say, and that's why he's I'm on saying. ID. Okay, he's on the channel oh called God. ID. I'm laughing okay. so hard. I, I'm, I mean, it's a, it's a very tragic show, but I mean, but he's so like funny, even though he doesn't mean to be. I'm like actually crying right now.
2: <laughs> Okie okay. dokie. Okay. Okay. So, Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics, as well as certified relationship life coaches, who are able to help with your love and relationship issues and concerns. Here, you will get no fluff or fairy tales. No mumbo-jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. If your relationship can be salvaged, we will do our utmost to guide you to that desired outcome. But on the flip side of that, if it can't be saved, we will present the truth to you and guide you to the steps you need to gain closure and move on with your life. You can find us on empower com, which is the site we use to post everything about this radio show, including upcoming topics, as well as all of the recorded podcasts since we started doing our show in October of 2012. You can also find us on soulmatereading.com, and there's a lot of articles on that site about soulmate everything. relationships. Twin flame relationships, love, romance, dysfunctional relationships, and so on and so on. and How to deal with relationship issues and concerns, and we'll give you some of our other, uh, we'll give you some of our other blog sites later on in the show because there's hundreds, hundred, probably thousands at this point, of articles out there that can really help you work through whatever love and relationship crisis you are having at the moment. But for tonight, what we want to ask you is. Do you have compassion? Okay. Compassion for others in your life, whether that be your friends, your family, your lovers, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your husbands, your wives, your dogs, your cats, whatever. Do you have compassion? But more so, do you have too much compassion for them? Okay, what happens to us energetically when we're overly compassionate toward others who do not reciprocate? Okay, what happens to us? Well, it creates an out of balance condition for us that can really wear us out emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually even. So what can you do about that and how can you identify it? Right? So we are taking callers tonight. Our call in number is 248. five four five seven six eight five So if you have a question for us or if you would like a mini psychic reading with both Sarah and myself give us a call at two four eight five four five seven six eight five or you can use the immediate feedback at newskyradio.com and our fabulous producer Markel will get your questions over to us. We just ask that what if you're calling in to give him the question and your name and so forth on the phone or if you're using the immediate feedback, that you be very specific with your questions like lay it out what your question is because that will increase the likelihood especially with the instant feedback of us being able to understand the question and answer it for you live on the air okay all right so it's that time of year again Sarah you know holiday time and you can't escape it even if you want to it's the time of year where people are thinking about the perfect gift to buy for the one they love, getting together to celebrate the season, and planning holiday meals and parties with family and friends. Okay, People are schlepping to the malls and stores, seeing the holiday decorations and lights, and wishing strangers happy holidays. Okay, And all of this seem to be the activities that coincide with Christmas and the holidays. On the holidays. Well, actually, I think it's just Christmas this year because Hanukkah was on Thanksgiving. What? Oh. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> this Kwanzaa? year, though, you know what? When's Kwanzaa? Who, Who knows? You I, all, don't. I, I don't know. What, you know what? If anybody knows when Kwanzaa is, put it in some feedback. I'd like to yeah, know. Yeah, because we'd like to know when Kwanzaa is, okay? This year, though, instead of just thinking about the perfect item of clothing, electronic gadget, toy, or luxury item for your loved ones, what we'd like you to do is consider the gift of compassion. I mean, do you ever buy a Christmas gift for yourself? I certainly do. And I know Sarah does as well. <laughs> it's a year-long tradition. So, you know, and I know she just bought this fabulous pair of Valentino booties, so that was probably her Merry Christmas to me. Not yeah. to me, but to her. <coughs> found anyway, so, but this year, how about doing something a little different? And think of giving yourself and maybe even your loved ones the gift of compassion. And we don't mean being extra generous with, with putting bills and coins in the Salvation Army ringer's bucket or buying more toys for tots. Not that that's a bad idea. Not that that's a bad idea, but Ford, that's not what we're really the, talking you know, about. We do, we do want, you know, we, oh, I do that anyway, but, you know, so what we're talking about is to have more compassion for the other people in your life, but also some compassion for yourself. Compassion in relationships must be a two way street, or like we spoke about on a recent show, Our relationships wind up being dead end roads with a barrier or even a cliff at the end of them. And who wants to drive off the cliff, especially at Christmas time or Kwanzaa time? Yeah, we must really learn to understand that in our, you know, that the people in our lives may be going through things that we don't know about or understand. And furthermore, we truly do not know what it feels like to be in their shoes. We must realize they are not perfect, but neither are we, and we all need to cut one another more slack and stop sweating the. But what if, in being compassionate toward others, we wind up taking the hit ourselves instead? And this happens so much.
3: Sometimes when we focus all of our compassion on others, we create an environment within our relationships, whether it be friends, family, boyfriends, girlfriends, husband, wives, children, whatever, where the focus is always on someone else, never on us. (coughs) You know, it's fine to be, you know, understanding to that friend, family member or romantic partner that has lost their job. You know, it's wonderful to show them some compassion by doing what you can for them financially, as well as giving them some emotional support. There is absolutely nothing wrong with helping them create or update a resume, you know, and keeping your eye out for a new job or career opportunities for them since they lost their job. Now, the problem arises with compassion when people take advantage of your compassion and, in a way, use it against you in a negative way yes you should be compassionate to a point okay that you know that they're going through you know a rough time right now blah 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 and may not be at their best mentally physically or emotionally okay but they do not have an excuse you know or a reason to use your compassion to take their problems out on you sure Give them money to help them get by so long as they accept it graciously, not in a self-entitled way. You know, And they should offer you some compassion as well. You worked hard for your money. You are entitled to it, not them. They cannot and should not demand financial assistance from you with a or else attached to it, meaning if they, you know, would ask you, like, oh, can you help me out? And if you feel that if you say no, your relationship with this person ends, or if they imply it, give your compassion elsewhere. A real friend, family member, romantic partner, you know, they can and should expect compassion, you know, from you, but they have no right to expect you to bail them out every time they have a financial problem that arises. Just as you show them compassion by trying to help them out financially, they need to show some compassion towards you that you need your money to pay your bills or whatever you need your money for. It's not theirs. It's yours. If someone's relationship with you will terminate, if you don't show them compassion by giving them financial assistance over and over and over again, especially when they never pay it back and never seem to appreciate it or magically forget every time that you gave it to them, is a relationship in money only. You have a financial relationship with them. Instead of showing someone like this compassion and getting only headaches and a bad attitude from them, Show yourself some compassion and cease being used for money and being taken advantage of once and for all. Give your money to those sad little doggies and kittens on the TV show on those commercials at 3 o'clock in the morning. You'll feel better about yourself because when you give money to people that are so unappreciative – it, it, it winds up making you not feel good about doing a bad it, – it, it, it makes you not feel good about doing a good thing. And you should never feel bad about doing a good thing unless you're doing it for the wrong person.
2: Excuse me. I'm sorry. Or for the wrong reason. Oh, well, that, that's very easy. That's a whole other mm-hmm. path altogether. Um, I well, think I want to – Yeah. Well, is it what I know? You
3: said you wanted to tell people about some astrology stuff that's coming. Yeah,
2: I do. Actually, we're going to be going
3: into a break soon, and then yeah, we'll get and going to all to, all so I'm going to
2: do this. So um, we have just so everybody knows, we have some really nasty astrology coming up. Okay, everybody needs to be aware of it, right? So Mars right now is in Libra. Okay, Mars is the planet of, of war and forceful energy and trying to push and force things and make things happen, but Libra is about balance. And trying to live in harmony and balance. But it's also the house of relationships. Okay? Libra's the seventh house. So with Mars being in that sign, if you're trying to force relationship issues right now, you are not going to get anywhere. You're more than likely going to have an argument, a really nasty argument, that will more than likely result in a breakup. Okay? Now, that being said, we also need to consider that... Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and money, is also going to be going retrograde starting on Saturday the 21st, which is the winter solstice, right? And it's going to be retrograde until the 31st of January. So between now and the end of January, we can kind of say that we're in this Mercury, I'm sorry, this Venus retrograde period. So what does Venus retrograde mean? If you Try, gonna do plastic surgery wait until February we'll actually wait until March because in February we have a mercury retrograde so wait until March if you're gonna do plastic surgery unless you're gonna do it tomorrow okay but so, what about something like getting your hair like your hair cut or you color? know getting your hair cut and colored yeah that would be okay but doing something major in terms of like a revamp like I think this is a very inconvenient time for Mer- for Venus to go retrograde because people are making all these New year's resolutions and you know gonna start a diet and exercise program with Venus Venus. Venus retrograde, you're going to need some extra effort and you're going to have to really push through to get changes to happen because Venus rules beauty, okay, and so it's going to be hard to really work through that slow-moving planet. Also, financially, it may be a little bit of a slow time because Venus rules money as well, strangely enough. Also, as far as relationships go with a Venus retrograde, people from your past can show up. You know, you can hear from someone from your past, you, you, you talk to them, perhaps even restart a relationship. But this is not a good time to start a new relationship. And if you do meet someone and start a new relationship with them, take things slow. Well, you won't have any choice because Venus is going backwards. But, well, it appears that it's going backwards. It's really not. But so, you know, things really won't get off the ground in a new relationship with a Venus retrograde until that February time frame. Okay, so, so just bear all this in mind. Venus retrograde. Saturday, the 21st of December through the 31st of January. It rules money, love, and beauty. Okay? And don't forget the thing about Mars and Libra, fighting, arguing, and relationships, really crucial, especially right December 25th is going to be a bad time for it, as well as right at the end of the year, New Year's. Really bad for that Mars and Libra butting heads with each other. Okay, on that note, we're going to take a three-minute break, and we will be right back.
4: Are you unhappy in your career? Struggling with work-life balance? Stuck in a dead-end job that doesn't play to your strengths? You deserve to design your own career destiny so you can thrive. Caroline Dowd-Higgins can show you how. Best-selling author, CBS Coach Me radio host, and nationally acclaimed public speaker, Caroline Dowd-Higgins has engaged audiences with inspiration and practical solutions. So you can pursue the career of your dreams. Write this website down if you are looking for career inspiration. carolinedowdhiggins.com Consider bringing Caroline in to speak at your next event. Her style is high energy and engaging, and audiences around the country sing her praises. Life is too short to be in a career you hate. Learn more at carolinedowdhiggins.com
0: Videos, the sky. Now back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lee's now. Two four eight
2: five four five seventy six eighty five. Welcome back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. <clears throat> I'm Sophia Lee, and I'm here with Sarah.
3: Hola,
2: hola. She's been doing the Spanish thing for the last couple of weeks. It's kind of cool. I'm allowed. I know. So um, before we go any further with our topic on compassion, we want to give out some information for everybody. We do have an app. It's called Love Psychics. Two words. It's available for iPad, iPhone, and Google Play. All right? It's free. And if you download it, you have access to all of our recorded podcasts. You have access to our Facebook and Twitter pages. You can also get to our, one of our websites and read some of the articles and kind of like interact with us a little bit on the app. Um, Speaking of Twitter, our Twitter account is at Soulmate Reading, all one word. So that's Soulmate Reading. And Facebook, we have two Facebook fan pages. One is called Soulmates and Twin Flames. And the other one is Psychic Readings with Lady Sarah and Sophia Elise. Go out to Facebook and like us. We post inspirational messages out there several times a day. It also has links to our uh, blogs, whenever a new blog is published on our n- numerous sites, it'll come up so you can actually have a live link to the blog, uh, the most recent blogs that we've posted. We also run contests there, and we're going to be running a contest there just around the first of the year. So the only way that you will know about the contest is if you actually follow us on, or like us, whatever it is, on Facebook, because we'll post all the contest details there. And the contest will be for a free 30-minute reading with both Sarah and I via Skype okay that's the only way that that can ever happen to talk to us both for 30 minutes at a time okay so um also uh we have uh not everybody can listen to our show live and we have listeners from around the world so um we also give them the ability to have their questions answered by us on the show. So if that's you, if you're listening to the recorded podcast of this show, you're not listening live um, or you can't listen live and you know a show is coming up, you can always email us your questions directly to Sarah and Sophia. At hotmail.com. We just ask that you are very specific again with your question uh, when you're asking us a question via email so that we can make sure that we understand it. Also, when we read it on the air, if we need to remove the names of you or the people that you're asking us about, you need to make sure that you put that in there as well because we don't want to do something that would be a faux pas. All right? All right, so <clears throat> we are taking callers tonight. Our call in number is 714. 714- eight six eight zero seven seven five or you can use the immediate feedback at newskyradio Tonight we're talking about compassion and how much is too much compassion, right? So <clears throat> when you show compassion for others, you are not supposed to do it expecting to receive it back. But there comes a time in all relationships whether it's with co-workers, bosses, family members, friends, and romantic partners, that you should expect some compassion and understanding to be returned to you. If you help out at the office because you feel compassion for a co-worker going through a divorce or family illness, more power to you. But if your co-worker has excuse after excuse for not doing their work and either wanting or at some point almost expecting, and yes, that can happen, that they would want you to continually and constantly show them compassion and help them out time after time, you need to be able to recognize that you are being used. When compassion, love, understanding, anything is taken for granted or used against you, it becomes something else altogether. What was once a good thing has now become a bad thing. And the one paying the price and the one being treated badly is you. Take that compassion you had for your coworker and turn it on yourself. You've been doing more than your share of work and you are being taken for granted. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and do something about it. Stop that person in their tracks and tell them that you have done all you can and are willing to do for them. You get paid for your work, and they are getting paid for the work that you do. There's nothing wrong with helping out your fellow man, and we're not saying that when they ask for help and even when they don't, but there are way too many people willing to take advantage of compassionate people, and it's time it stopped. Compassionate people have a hard time saying no and always put themselves in the other person's shoes. And really, I mean that's a wonderful quality to have and and we're not saying that that's it's it's a bad thing to be compassionate. Please don't get us wrong on that. We're saying that we should have compassion for everybody in our lives and even for people, animals and people that are, you know, not in very good shape financially or whatever. <clears throat> but there is a sacrifice that must be made for it and it will cost you Emotionally, physically, mentally, and quite possibly even spiritually. What compassionate people often must learn is the ability to say no, like Grumpy Cat, no, and not feel bad about it. Even Oprah Winfrey said one of the hardest lessons she had to learn was to say no and then to not feel bad about it afterwards. Other people probably do not have a hard time saying no to you. So why do you have such a difficult time saying no to them? You need to preserve your energy for you. I'm losing my voice. (laughs) And if you're in a relationship
3: with someone who's a drama king or a drama queen, your compassion only fuels their melodrama. They are attracted to compassionate people because they will give them the attention that they seek. And although we should show compassion towards those we love and even strangers, when someone is a drama king or drama queen, they're going to drain you of your compassion day and night. You can never give them enough of it. And they require it almost daily, if not hourly. There's nothing wrong with showing someone compassion when they have dramatic you know, events or circumstances happening in their lives. That, that's being a good person. However, when someone is constantly and continually creating and orchestrating, you know, drama, and usually at your expense, keep in mind what, you know, the giving of your compassion, you know, is doing to you. You're the one that's constantly being pulled into their recurring drama. And the amount of time you have to spend being there for them and the compassion, you know, that you have to show them and the understanding, it's (coughs) exhausting. And let's face it they don't really need it because they lost their car keys for 30 minutes and almost missed the beginning of the movie they wanted to see at the local theater it's it's not a dear, you know it's not a near death experience okay but for drama queens and drama kings it is and what does your you know compassion cost you everything you will never get the same kind of compassion in return and will have no compassion left to give those that really need it. On top of that, they will drag out, you know, every fight or actually make, you know, anything of fight, you know, and it's going to last longer than it ever should and truthfully should never have happened in the first place. And they're going to pick fights with you over nothing. Yes, you can feel bad that they had a rough day. But don't let that stop you from thinking about yourself because they never will. They have no right to bring or create drama in your life and your relationship. If you're supposed to be a couple, you know, you know as an or even like friend or family member, you know, you're supposed to get through tough times together, side by side, not as opponents or making things worse than they need to be. Stop feeling sorry for themselves because, trust me, they do a really good job of it themselves. And start feeling sorry for yourself because you do, not, you do not deserve the selfishness of a drama king or a drama queen. And since they won't give you any compassion, take what compassion you give them and begin to feel compassion for yourself and the other people they torture with their melodrama and put a stop to their drama once and for all.
2: Absolutely. And on that note, we're going to take our second break of the evening. And we are ready to break a little bit early, Markel. We will be right back in about three minutes.
4: Are you going through a transition? Have you been struggling with something for a while and are not sure how to take the next step? Are you stuck in finding yourself suppressed or depressed? Or do you just need extra help in creating a life of your dreams? You have the vision and don't know what to do? Tisa Michaels is a spiritual transformationist who can assist you in transforming your life through spirit. Tisa is dedicated in helping you develop a life that is full of joy and passion. Tisa, a few years ago, found herself in that unfamiliar place of transition. She understands what you're going through. From her own spiritual transformation, Tisa has developed a 180-page spiritual transformation guidebook. That guidebook walks you through the five key steps that must be followed when going through a transformation. This guidebook will provide you with the guidance, help, and clarity you need through your time of uncertainty. Now is the time to transform your life, to thrive, and to live passionately. With this guidebook, start living the life you have always dreamed of, a life living through spirit. You can find this spiritual transformation guidebook at livingthroughspirit.net. And be sure to listen to Living Through Spirit with Tisa Michaels, Fridays from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Sky. Newskyradio.com, powered by CBS.
0: videos the sky now back to empower enlighten envision your life call sarah and Sophia Lee's now
1: 248-545-7685
2: welcome back to empower enlighten envision your life i'm sophia and i'm here with sarah hola hola so you can reach Sarah and I on com, which is the site we use to post everything about our radio show, including all future topics, as well as all of our podcasts on the podcast page. Okay. You can also find us on Soulmate. No, you can't. You can also find us on PsychicLifeCoach.com. And there's a lot of articles on that side about how to create the changes you want to create in your life, as well as lots of articles about relationships and how to deal with the issues that come up with them. Okay? Um, You can also have private readings with us on those sites. Um, We do use a click-to-call technology, either ether.com, only if you live in the U.S. or Canada. Or we use uh, Click for Advisor as well. So you don't have to make an appointment with us. Usually if our lights are on and it says we're taking calls, you can talk to us right then. All right? And all readings are confidential, of course. So tonight we're talking about compassion, right? So have you ever given so much of yourself and had so much compassion, understanding, and love for someone, yet when it came time for them to show you just a little in return, you didn't get it? How is it that some people have such high expectations and thresholds for you, but when it comes to them returning the favor, the bar drops to the floor? If you can have enough compassion for someone you love to put your free time plans on hold while you wait for them to finish a work project or deal with their numerous issues, where is their compassion for you? And their gratitude for your compassion and understanding of their situation if they do the same thing to you repeatedly and over and over again how come they don't feel compassion for you and don't put themselves in your shoes and understand how it feels to not hear from someone or see someone for long periods of time if they did and knew how crappy it feels why would they put you, of all people, through that over and over again? We all forget sometimes to put ourselves in someone else's shoes, and this is the perfect time of year to remind us that we need to do just that, and that there may be people in our lives who have conveniently forgotten to do just that, putting themselves in our shoes. People in your lives need a reminder, and if you have to give them one, then do so. Sometimes a gentle reminder can bring about a change in people who have been without any empathy for you whatsoever. Don't wait to the point where you are where you have to scream at them or where you want to strangle them. Just wait till the next time they bring up their tale of woe or throw you the offhand, "Thank you for understanding." Use that time to let them understand exactly what it is you have had to sacrifice for the compassion and understanding you have given them. You can't make people appreciate what you do. It's just not possible. But by letting them know what it's like to be in your shoes for a change, it may just be the reminder or wake-up call they need To turn things around and start showing you more compassion, appreciation, and understanding.
3: You know, you can be compassionate and understanding. You know, it's key to any relationship in order, you know, for it to be long-lasting and survive. But it has to go both ways. We value our best friends, you know, who've seen the worst of us and still love us. But too many relationships, whether they be you know, like friendships or family members or romantic relationships, have one party expecting the other to understand the problems and issues and all this garbage that they bring to the table but won't even try to understand the party's feelings and sacrifices in having to give that compassion. It's, I mean it's not just something you throw around. It does come at a price. And you have to understand what the other person's price is for that compassion they're giving you, okay? You cannot expect compassion if you can't give it. And truthfully, you shouldn't get it if you can't give it. And you shouldn't always have to be the one to be compassionate either. Let's say the one you love doesn't have kids, but you do. They must have compassion and understanding that you're part of a package deal. And, you know, that they have to deal with, you know, issues that are going to come up around your children. But you must also be understanding that they don't have kids. And they're giving you this understanding and compassion because they love you. Not because you're entitled to it, because there's plenty of people that aren't going to give it to you, okay? They're new at this. Okay, so it's your turn to be understanding to them, too. They may not be used to kids and there may be an adjustment period or, you know, you need to be compassionate and understanding that, you know, this is going to be a bit tough on them. It's going to be a bit strange for them and it's going to take some getting used to for them. If more people in relationships let the flow of love and compassion flow both ways, they would come together, you know, more often to work out their issues and have those issues drive huge wedges in between them, instead of always arguing your side and always having you know to listen, or or if you always have to listen to their side, if couples would put their own excuses and reasons, you know, for needing compassion and understanding, and kind of put that aside, and really try harder to understand what the other person is going through and dealing with, and how, you know, your stuff affects them, the level of compassion and understanding in relationships would have to grow. And that would be a good thing. If you think of all the time and energy and effort and verbiage and whatever that you'll put forth trying to explain your side of things, if people would just put half of that into understanding the other person's side as well, as well, because you always should, you know, they need to understand yours, you need to understand theirs, it it wouldn't be about who wins and who loses, and not, not one person is the one who wins compassion. You're both supposed to get it. You know, we're so focused on being right and the winner, you know, or getting our way that sometimes we don't realize as couples having to always be, you know, be right in a relationship is wrong and that if someone has to win, the relationship itself loses. And if you want your way all the time, you should be single and not even in a relationship.
2: Absolutely. Um... So let's see, I'm trying to think. Yeah, okay. So <clears throat> compassion for others should not have to come at your own expense. Making sacrifices for others is a good thing if you can and are willing to do it. Don't get me wrong, it's when you are showing your compassion by offering of yourself, your money, or your time, and it's going to waste or worse, being taken for granted, barely acknowledged, or used against you. That's the problem. It is very easy for people who are compassionate to wind up being used as doormats. If you are the first person everyone comes to when they have a problem... geez. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah, well... (sighs) Yet, when you have a problem, there is no one that even has a few spare minutes to listen to your problem let alone show you any compassion your compassion is being used on the wrong people if you feel bad for someone and show your compassion by telling them you know, by letting them vent to you and cry on your shoulder that's not a bad thing to do unless the same person minimizes every single problem you have and shows you zero compassion or concern when it's your turn to break down Compassion can go unnoticed as well as taken for granted. Sometimes, when you do something for people because you feel no one else would, and you feel bad for them, after a while, they may feel as if showing compassion for them is your job. If you make the holiday meal every year and make sure you make special dishes everyone will like and enjoy, Instead of helping, you know, with people who don't help you grocery shop, prepare, and cook the food or clean up before and after, but all they do is nitpick something being too spicy or needing more salt or that your house isn't as clean as theirs and not passing the white glove test because it's filthy, whatever. What are you doing this for? You may feel compassion for these people in the way that if you don't cook the holiday meal for them, no one else will and that they will have nowhere else to go but if they don't appreciate that you are doing this for them why are you doing it for them wouldn't you be better? Wouldn't you be better off cooking a meal for the homeless instead of this bunch of ingrates? Yes, you would. <laughs> yes, you and would. And so, on that note, we are going to take our final break of the evening, finish up the show, and take that caller who has been patiently waiting ever since this show started. So um, uh, we'll be right back in three minutes. Inner
3: Realm Magazine is the place to see and to be seen in the New York-New Jersey metro area the premier guide to exploring all aspects of holistic health, it will keep your finger on the pulse of the latest and greatest metaphysical happenings. You can pick up a free copy
2: of Inner Realm Magazine in any of the holistic or metaphysical stores in the New York, New Jersey area. And if you'd like to advertise in Inner Realm Magazine, just contact Cheryl Arcodia directly at www.innerrealmmagazine.com.
0: Yes, Radios, the Sky. Now back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lee's now. two
1: four eight five four five seventy six eighty five.
2: Welcome back to our final segment of Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia and I'm here with a much happier Sarah, because she just got her birth her Christmas gift. Yes, I did. (laughs) So anyway, I have been talking about compassion. And I think Sarah has a few more words to say about compassion before we tie out our topic and then take our caller who's been waiting for us. So what else do you have to say, Sarah?
3: Well, never let your compassion be mistreated or taken advantage of. You know, think of compassion this way. Many people feel compassion when they see those, you know, really sad animal commercials on TV, like I do, and their compassion is genuine. I can't watch them. I, I can't handle it either. But not all, as soon as I hear the music, I'm out of there. But not all people, you know, can donate their time and money to, to such causes, even though they feel compassion for them. Their feelings of compassion are genuine, okay? They just either didn't or can't take, you know, those feelings a step further with action. But what if they did follow through with their compassion? And and let's say they donated their time at a local shelter. They let the shelter know that they have, you know, 10 hours a week to offer their service to them, and the shelter takes them on. But the attitude there is horrible. No one's friendly to each other, you know, and nobody seems to appreciate them being there, and the volunteer is then told that they have to come in and be there more than 10 hours than they're committed to, and when the person says they can't, they get an attitude. The people there never say thank you, and they act as though what the volunteer is doing is really no big deal. Now, why would you or anyone keep volunteering at this shelter? You shouldn't, and they shouldn't. What you should do is find a more appreciative, pleasant shelter that's that's happy for your help and grateful for your help, and work together with them as a team. See, you don't have to stop being compassionate. You just need to put your compassion where it is more useful and appreciated. And it's the same thing with your relationships. You don't have to stop being a compassionate person. You just need to change where and how you put your compassion into action. If you feel your compassionate actions and time could be appreciated and served better Then find someone else to give that time and action and whatever it is that you do, do. It doesn't mean you have to take away the feelings of compassion. Just what you do to demonstrate that compassion and with whom.
2: Exactly. So, Markel, do you have that person on the line for us?
1: Let me see what we have here. Tanya, are you
3: there? Yes, I am. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Tanya.
2: Hi. Hi. Hola. <laughs> hola. 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 We're all
3: Spanish. Feliz Navidad. <laughs>
2: Until, she just, um, how can we help you, Tanya?
1: Well,
3: I just want to get a reading about my ex, and I just want to know how he feels, um, or will we both part our ways and move on?
2: Can we have his name? Is that okay? Yes. Or his initial? Uh-huh. <clears throat> yes. His name is Donnie. Donnie, yes. All right. When did you guys split? I
3: would say it was November last month. Okay. I don't get this as a permanent breakup already. I don't know about you, and what you're getting. Well, let's put it this she... way: I don't, I don't get that she's going to have to keep it a permanent. Break up if she doesn't want it to because everything I'm getting from him
2: I feel I, like I, he was going through something okay I feel like he was going through something when the break happened that was extraneous to the relationship between the two of you right <laughs> yeah,
3: but I but I also don't get like I'm not getting like a, a, most times when people you know end their relationship it's because they no longer love the person anymore, and I get that this person still has very strong feelings for you. This person hasn't gotten so I, I know you said something about you know moving on and whatever, but from mm-hmm. what I'm reading I don't know about you, Sophia. I, I'm not getting that they've moved on, mm-hmm. not emotionally definitely mm-hmm. not emotionally. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I'm not saying that at all. Do you know if he was going through some stuff in regard to his work and career stuff? Um. Yeah.
3: I mean, he's financially unstable, and I okay. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, that would, but we've been that would... together for five years. So. Yeah. So okay. this breakup really wasn't about the two of you, or you know, th- that he doesn't feel for you anymore. You know, and and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's it's those issues that, air quote, caused, you know what I'm saying, the breakup. That's really where it stems from. But no, I, I, if you don't want this to be a permanent breakup, you're not going to have to because I, I do get that this person is going to want the relationship to continue.
2: Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's ended. I don't feel like it's over. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. feel like there's looks, This looks more of...
3: like a fight, you know, yeah. okay, like a timeout as opposed to a real breakup. It doesn't read like a real breakup. I mean, I know it's real for for you, Tanya, but it yeah. that, that's not how he really feels. And I also feel that that's why he hasn't gone through as much of a grieving process, you know, as you do when you go through. I get that it was harder on you, you are saying that it was on him. But I get that that's because you looked at the, you know, the breakup as like this was like a real thing and had all the real emotions that will come with it. But I get that with him, it was more just like a fine, we're breaking up and blah, you know what I mean? Like he didn't really mean it, if that well, makes I mean- sense.
2: Well, he's
3: not grieving because he has like a girlfriend right after, you know, that the
2: same month. So, yeah, I see her as well. But you know what? That's that's he wasn't over her. He wasn't emotionally available to this person.
3: Right. He may have been available to her, meaning he can like date her or whatever. But he's not emotionally
2: available to her. Right. Right, and I I feel like whatever that is this 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 new person that he has around him that's going to go south really fast because that person looks like they're very controlling and manipulative.
3: Whoever but actually, that is. she got into it all for all the wrong reasons. Right, and, and I do feel part of it was unfortunately to punish you, Tanya. It's like almost like a see, and you know what I mean. Like this is what I can do, and da, 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 da. so once again, even that is about you. The whole thing's about you okay mm-hmm. so, so that's you, not you that's you not because of me yeah as a way to punish you charming okay mm-hmm. <laughs> what i would what i would suggest from what i'm getting just sit mm-hmm. back just sit back and let it play out because he will be in contact it kind of looks like his first contact maybe just like to you know like say hello or whatever that start up a little bit of a little bit more communication between the two of you that's your indication that that thing is, you know, pretty much over and done with and that he's going to come crawling back. Yeah.
2: back and wait. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't feel like it's ended. I don't get a permanent break here.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. It's more like, well, I don't get a breakup rather. I, there's a break, but not a breakup. Yeah. Good way of putting it. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. So, I mean, you don't see him moving forward with that girl and then I'll find my own
2: man. No. Oh, no. because no. this girl, you know what? Let's just put it this way. What I'm getting from this girl is that she's a psycho. Okay. And it's just going to go. Well, it also it,
3: looks like he's a bit psycho, too. Isn't yeah, well.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that'll go <laughs> south really psycho fast. Psycho plus psycho. Just yeah, so <laughs> don't pay her any attention, Tanya. She's going to be out of the picture here fairly soon. Just sit back. All right? Okay. So we hope that helped. And okay, thank yeah. you
3: for waiting and happy thank holidays. waiting and
2: happy holidays. Okay, you too. Thank you. Bye. Okay. okay, bye. Bye-bye. Right, so this is our last show of two thousand. 13 okay our next show will Hell, we don't even know if we're on here june january 1st we don't know we didn't ask the producer so markel are we on january 1st or are we off
1: we're off on january 1st we'll be on the following week
2: okay right so okay. we won't be back here until two weeks so we'll see you guys in two weeks have a safe and happy holiday bye